You are listening to Central Valley Hustlers, the podcast where business owners share their advice and experience to help aspiring entrepreneurs make their dreams a reality. Hello, I'm Jocelyn. I'm one of the curators of Triple C Digital Media's Instagram page at Visit Manteca. Make sure you give them a follow to keep up with the latest and greatest around the Manteca area. The following episode was recorded at the business location during an unexpected busy hour. We did our best to remove some of the background noise, so thank you for listening through it. We recommend you give them a visit as it was very busy for all the good reasons. Welcome to Central Valley Hustlers. My name is Jose Fosto, and with me today I have Christine and Ashley, um, owners of Mamas and the Tapas. Um, so, Christine and Ashley, thank you so much for having me today. Thanks for having us. The Central Valley Hustlers is a series of conversations with business owners in the Central Valley, um, just of the challenges um, that they had to face as they were opening up their own business and while they're still running the business. Um, so, just to begin with, can you tell us a little bit about uh, Mamas and the Tapas um, and what it is? It's a Caribbean fusion cafe uh, that we started last year. We had a food truck before this for five years. Um, so after we kind of got our following, we decided that we wanted to make it a more permanent spot uh, where all of our followers could come and eat and uh, not have to sit out in the rain or sit out in the 100-degree weather. They could yeah. come into a building and uh, eat and relax. So when this place has been open for one year. Yes. And then before that, it was five years in a food truck, right? Yeah. Yes. Where did you have this food truck? Where was it usually at? We were based out of Stockton. Oh, okay. Um, but we would travel anywhere from Sacramento down, all the way down to Modesto, do events. Uh, we wow. do events with Sacto Mofo. Yes. Um, I don't, I don't remember what the other group was. <laughs> we're just talking about that. Um, that's interesting. And how long? So, what made you decide to open up the food truck in the first place? Well, we wanted to get our food out there. <laughs> we thought of opening a restaurant in the beginning, but costs are so high, you know, yeah. to open a brick and mortar. So we thought, let's try a food truck first and then see if our concept is um, uh, welcomed. I don't know. What do you say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, see if, to- see if they like the concept of our food. Right. Um, and being that there's none of this kind of food in the valley, yeah, it went over. It went over pretty well. Um, so we, after we started doing fairly well, we thought of still getting a restaurant, but it, it's kinda, we couldn't find the right spot, you know. And then uh, I was getting ready to retire after <laughs> after five years. It was. The food truck is not an easy business. It's very hard. A lot of loading, unloading, loading, unloading. And so um, we just kind of came upon this place by accident, kind of. And uh, it kind of, everything worked in our favor. You know, the numbers were good. Um, My husband did a whole business plan and stuff. And he said, there's no reason why we shouldn't try it. So here we are. That's what we did. And so, in the name, Mamas in the Tapas, right? I'm saying mm-hmm. that right. Yeah. What's what? Uh, what does Mamas represent, and the t- and what is Tapas? Well, Tapas are a small place of food in uh, originated from Spain. Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, 
a lot of cuisines, especially that you find here, you know, in the States, adopted the concept. So you could find American cuisine, Asian cuisine, and they they do tapas. Latin cuisine. Latin, yeah. Well, obviously, a lot of Latin yeah. cuisine. Um, so we decided to adopt that concept and turn it into Caribbean. Wow. So... And, you know, you had the food truck and you had the restaurant, um, but there had to be some planning done before you even opened up the food truck and then prior to opening up the actual brick and mortar, you know, the restaurant. Um, How long would you say it took you to, you know, plan out opening up that food truck in the first place? A year? Two years? Yeah, no, probably, probably about a year. A year. We, we talked about it for a year mm-hmm. and um, we went to a lot of food truck events in the Bay Area. Oh, wow. A lot. Yeah. yeah, and just try to we'd sit back and watch all the trucks and <laughs> kind of see, like, <laughs> well, we tried out all of the cuisines, and then we would watch how they operate and how many people would come to the truck, and we'd try to figure out, like, in our heads, take the average cost of their item and think, oh, I wonder how much money they're making because mm-hmm. we'd see how many people went through the line in a certain amount of time. It was kind of fun. So we kind of did research in that way, mm-hmm. and then um, then we had to start researching, you know, what it was going to take, permits, and we had to find a truck. That, yeah, took, yeah. that took a while in itself, because we didn't want to have a new truck built, because they're very pricey, mm-hmm. um, custom trucks, so we looked for a used truck. We ended up finding an old 86 um, taco truck down in Fresno. And we bought it. We went and looked at it. It was in wonderful shape, you know, on the outside, the body. Inside wasn't bad either. We had to do a lot of cleaning. But um, it's got in that sucker and drove it back up here. (laughs) Yeah. So it's interesting that all of this started off with the food truck um, because you you kind of start seeing that now. um, Most days is a lot of um, businesses are attempting to figure out whether or not their food is actually a hit by starting with a food truck, right? so you had a business plan, you um, did the whole permits and stuff. What what was your resource for that? Like, who did you find that was the most helpful to help you through that? Because um, some have found like organizations like the Business Bureau, others have found it in family, um, in family or friends who specialize in accounting and stuff. Like, yeah. what was your resource for that? We did it all ourselves. Yeah. We did do it all ourselves. Yeah. I think with the combination of experience that the three of us had, mm-hmm. my father included, um, I think kind of went into play. My Both my mom and dad were in the restaurant business. I went to culinary school, but I've been in corporate dining for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it comes to working, you know, with, we, I mean, we uh, we had other friends that were in the food truck industry to kind of help us out, you know, like what permits that we needed to kind of get started with. Yeah. But then, of course, along the way, and find out, well, you're going to need this or yeah. you're going to need well, that. Well, yeah, you go to the city for one thing and they tell you, no, you can't get, you know, <laughs> it, it is it is challenging because you're back and forth like you go to the city well I'm here to get my 
um, permit. Well, first you have to get a business license. I go, okay, so then you got to get your business license. And then you got to go to county and get, um, there was something else we had to get first before we could get the business license. It's just like a, it's like a cat and mouse game. Yeah. It's like back and forth. They send you back. Then they say, well, no, say, I needed this. So Or different kinds of insurance. Yeah, insurances. Um, so it was a lot of back and forth. A lot of it we figured out ourselves when it came to yeah. actually running the business and coming working within a budget mm-hmm. we knew how to do that pretty easily and we never been in a food truck so we had to kind of figure out the food truck when we got right. it right we yeah. just yeah. went in there of course my husband you know yeah. he's he's pretty much knows everything he thinks <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um we just uh figured everything out how to run it and then we we practiced in there like did like trial runs yeah we would park it in our in my parents live in a court Uh so we would park it in the court and cook on the truck and like invite (laughs) the neighbors over like invite the neighbors over to eat it's like okay this works and experiment on different yeah um, we kind of knew some foods we wanted to do but you got to you know, do it in the truck so that you can figure out how you're going to work it when people start lining up. I exactly, mean, yeah. we've seen, so yeah, small. yeah, it, it, very small. Like, um, you only have so much space yeah. to cook on, but you have 30 people in line, but you could only cook maybe five items at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of have, yeah. have, yeah. have to come up with a menu that is fast and efficient. And what, it thing. was like 18 inches wide or 20, 20 inches wide in there, the little walkway. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we both got a lot of junk in our trunk. So um, <laughs> it was a challenging end of life. Especially if we needed a third person in there. It was like, oh, yeah, wow. you could have moved. <laughs> so yeah. it was just both, uh, both of you who were running basically that food truck and cooking? It was. And then yeah. we'd have... Uh, we hired family for help, uh-huh. so we'd have a cousins. Yeah, when we did events and stuff, we had extra help. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so then in all of the preparing, you know, it took you a year for the food truck. Uh-huh. Um, would you say it took you five years to build the restaurant, or was that something that came out of, you know, um, what, what was it that inspired, all right, let's do the restaurant instead of the food truck now? Well, okay, so let me start off by saying, okay, Ashley worked with me for the first year, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, she helped me build the food truck and get the business going and everything, and then she went back to corporate dining, and I was on the truck by myself Mm -hmm. um, for the last four years or three and a half years, and then um, she was commuting all the way to where Palo Alto Mountain or, View, Mountain yeah, View. It's on the Google campus. Yeah, that's a, that's a drive. Yeah, so she was on the road like three, five hours three to day. five hours a day yeah. easily, and getting frustrated for that last year. I mean, like totally wigging out on the road. <laughs> yeah. She'd call me and she's like, I don't know how long I could do this. And so 
I mean, it was, I just like, well, you know, it's a good job. Blah, blah, blah. And I was already on my way out of doing this. Because uh, oh, the yeah, food truck was just a lot of work for me. Especially for one person. Yeah, one for person one person. And then I would have, you know, a cashier work with me or whatever. But still, I was doing all the prep, everything. I did yeah. all that And myself. what people don't understand is that even with... Because of all the overhead costs that a food truck comes with, a lot of a lot of restaurants that haven't owned one don't really recognize all the overhead costs that kind of go with it, and mm. all the repairs and the different insurances oh, and yeah. licenses that you have to get and everything. Um, so, with, for two people, it's not really a livable yeah. salary. Yeah. So. I mean, that was basically why she she worked with me for the first year. And then she has a son, you know, so Mm -hmm. they had to she had to go find something that was going to work for her and have insurance and, you know, medical insurance and stuff. So but it was enough for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was. Yeah. For me, it was good. It's also just a lot to run on your own. Yeah. That's just Yeah, yeah I was basically doing it just it almost like I was doing it for fun in yeah. a way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I would, you know, I loved it and I liked um, feeding the people and hearing them rave about my food and stuff. So it was good. But anyways, I was on the way of retiring and then I don't know. We, she, I saw that Chevy's Diner, the old oh, yeah. Chevy's Diner was for sale. And I said, oh, we should open up. We the should open up a Street? restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the Waffle House? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we should buy it. Like, oh, let's yeah. buy it. And then okay. I could, I don't have to commute anymore. I could run it. I'm used to running restaurants. Like, yeah. You know, $30,000 lunches and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. A small yeah. restaurant, I'm like, piece of cake. Like, let's do this. And then I was like, no, that's like divey. It's not, you know, it's going to need a lot of work in there. I don't want to even have nothing mm-hmm. to do with it. So after we're talking, I, you know, we get off the phone and I get online and I start looking under, um, I forgot what this was under. Um, it was one of those businesses for sale sites. Mm-hmm. Oh, bizben, bizben.com. <laughs> And I see. We're not see, sponsored. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. I know. And so I see this place, and I'm reading the description, and it's saying it. It's a. They never give you the name of the restaurant, right? It's just. It's a cheese. It's a burger and Philly cheesesteak restaurant. It used to be a burger restaurant. Yes. Here. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm going. Oh my God, that's got to be um, Rockies. It's got to be Rockies. So I call her up and I go, I think Rockies is for sale. And we had been in here before right. and kind of liked the setup and the size of it mm-hmm. and said, God, if this ever sold, this would be a perfect spot. Well, we came in here. We were the only ones in here. Yeah. We ate lunch and we're just sitting here looking around like, oh, wow, this has got to be it. And so then the lady that worked next door, this little door over here was open. And sh- and we knew, I said, you know what? I think the same lady owns this place because she keeps walking back and forth. And it was a pho restaurant. Uh, you know, it's an there? Asian restaurant. Well, no, it is she's just under different owners. Yeah, she sold that one now, too. Oh. But I went up and talked to her. <laughs> I got enough courage. And I'm like, um, are you selling this restaurant? And she goes, who's asking? You know, she's yeah. just asking me all kinds of questions. And anyways, I said, well, I'm interested if it's for sale. And then she started questioning me. And I told her I had a food truck and how long, you know, we've had been in business. 
and I lived in town and she liked all of that. Yeah. And she goes, okay, I can get you this restaurant if you want. Like, yeah. you know, she goes, I have connections. <laughs> yeah. She was all it for was it really right away. Weird. Yeah. And she gave me and her. She didn't, she didn't let me down. Like, no. She and like, she gave me her phone number. Here. She goes, you call me, you call me. She goes, I'm going to talk to someone. I'm going to talk to the landlord. And so anyways, lo and behold, she, we talked and talked and I met with her real estate guy and we ended up buying it. I mean, it was a good deal. And yeah. we said, let's do it. My dad's the type of person that he will try to, he'll try really hard to find a reason to not, not do something do yes. Oh, yes. Wow. big okay. like this yeah. because yeah. it's such a risk. At restaurants fail. 90% of restaurants yeah. fail within the first year. Before the first year's over, they're done. So... Luckily, we already had a following in the last four years that she was in the food truck. She built up a bigger following with like a lot of the catering events that she did. Yeah. And so once they all kind of found out, because they were, they were kind of ticked. <laughs> she wasn't out on the food truck all the time and she was kind of phasing oh, herself yeah. out. People oh, because really you were mad. getting ready to retire. Yeah. Yes. Right. And I kept making excuses yeah. like, well, I'm doing a catering job. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Because it's like, it was just... I was getting tired. I you wanted getting, them to get ready for you to just say, I'm done. There's yeah, no more, right? exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I mean, we did stuff like the bacon fest. I did like all the uh, beer and wine events in Tracy. I mean, we, we did all that stuff. And so we became well known, you know, mm -hmm. in the area and stuff. But uh, anyways, he, uh, yeah, he worked the numbers and everything. And he said, well, you know, I didn't think you guys were we were going to be able to do this. He goes, but no, everything looks good on paper. He goes, I don't see why we we shouldn't do it. There's no reason telling me not to do it. And then from that point on, everything flowed like yeah, it was like it was meant to be. Yeah, everything was, was in our favor. Everything we did, just like oh okay, oh we went for a, oh okay, everything was just good <laughs> on the whole thing. Yeah. And so we. Okay, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Then we had to come in here and clean this joint up. And yeah. So it all, it, you can say it, it kind of just started, all started the idea of actually owning a restaurant and making a brick and mortar. Yeah. From yeah. Chubby's moving? I mean, because that's, <laughs> right. that's yeah. what you're just telling me. Between like the frustration of me, I was trying to find something move. close yeah. by. Yeah. Because um, I did, I did, I had, I had a fantastic job. I mean, but it would have. If I lived closer to there, I mean, it would have been a it dream job, ideal, yeah. I mean, really. Um, but I was so frustrated. I hardly saw my son, even though it was a Monday through Friday job. I hardly saw my son. I, you know, was leaving at four o'clock in the morning, and I wouldn't get home till like between six and seven o'clock at night. And so. I, she's talking about retiring. I'm like, well, no. How about, I mean, you can. You can retire, but let me just, like, run the business for you. Let's, let's you know. Um, so, yeah, I always used to joke around and look at, you know, find all, I mean, throughout the years, honestly, right? I yeah. Mean, from the time we opened up the food truck to now, uh, we would always see vacant buildings or uh, vacant restaurants. Yeah. We're like, oh, Let's look at that. What, you know, yeah. that would be cool or whatever, because that's that's kind of what it started with. It started yeah. as, God, we should really own a restaurant, and it was only based off of our friends and family eating the home cooking that my mother right. used to yeah. do. We used to talk about it all the time. Like right. every time we'd be together, it's like, 
talking you about know, food. We should get our own restaurant someday. And then we just start laughing like, yeah, right. Okay. Right. We're, we're never going to do that. It's one of those happen. things you never think is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Right. So when, when did you officially open the doors for this business? We opened the doors on September 11th. September 11th. Of last year? <laughs> of last year. 2017. Yeah. So you've yeah, already yeah. done your one year. Yeah. And have. how has that one year been for you? It's been really we've good. Been, yeah, yeah. We've been fortunate. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, you mentioned that it all started with the food truck. Mm-hmm. And in the food truck, it was really just uh, you after that one year. Mm-hmm. Um and then some help in the cash register. Mm-hmm. Now what I'm seeing is like a whole team right there in the kitchen, yeah. right? right? So how many employees do you employ now? And how big is your team, really? Well, 12. I think 12 employees. Yeah. We have 12 employees, two were line cooks. We have one dishwasher. We have a prep cook. We kind of, we cross train everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, only because it is such a small restaurant. It's... It would be nice to hire one person for one job, but unfortunately, we still there's still a lot of there's even more overhead with a restaurant than there is a food truck. So, um, and as you know, they workman's comp, everybody, you know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was gonna say they keep track of everything. So you have to you have to be legit in order to not. Screw yourself. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, how was that change, especially for you? Um, uh, for you, that was rough. like huge, and still, even like even six months after we opened, there were things that I didn't realize we had to pay for, and a lot of it is just like having to do with payroll, taxes, unemployment, um, just all those fees you have to pay, like monthly quarterly yearly i mean it's incredible i i don't know i wish i didn't have to um i wish i could go under the radar but you can't <laughs> no <laughs> you just you just can't it's yeah. way too risky and i would be um oh the the fines are yeah. out of this world yeah if you get caught doing stuff like that so everything's legit i have a cpa um bookkeeper uh, who keeps me yeah in line in but line. they do everything for us pretty much but um yeah when i found out oh my god i gotta pay what i gotta do this i mean yeah and then workman's comp and oh it's yeah it's just a lot it's a lot and yeah. the good old state of california gets you for everything and then you know federal taxes everything everything but it's still we're still above water and in the green thank god um yeah. and it's working i don't you know, know how sometimes i say that too it's like well it's all on paper it's here it's yeah. legit i mean but that's kind of where she created a lot of i mean she a lot of the food came from her um and then i kind of had to added to it but with the experience of running you know corporate dining very tight I mean, how they i mean they're crazy yeah. um that experience has kind of helped That's us helped here because i'm like no i'm like no so-and-so could do the job of three, yeah. do three jobs. That's totally yeah, fine. I know. Like, what? I, know. <laughs> yeah, I think it comes a lot with small businesses, too. It's like you you need your employees to kind of wear um, multiple hats yeah. in a way, yeah. right? Um, 
just because small businesses, you know, don't have a big budget, as you said, to just yeah. hire that one full time person right, to do exactly. that one thing. Right. You kind of have to outsource or, you know, mm-hmm. get other people to do it. Yeah. Now, um, you know, the doors have been open for over a year. Um, so far, it's been good. You're in the green. But what have been some of the biggest challenges you think um, you, you've learned from in this, in, in this year that you've been open? I think everything that she just spoke about with like the unexpected fees. surprises, yeah. like fees and stuff that you have to pay, that was that was a big one. Um, I also think that probably help is yeah. not what it used to be. You know, twenty. 30 years ago and trying to find reliable people to, you know, come to work. There's been, there's been people that have been here since the beat. We still have staff members that have been here since the very beginning. And, but we've also have staff members that we've had to hire because maybe, you know, someone lasts like a month or two. Yeah. Um, it's a different generation now a days. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to find people who want to get dirty and put in the elbow grease. It's hard to hire help to find people that want to work. You know, we have our initial team who is wonderful. Uh, The people that work for us, we've really, I think we've really lucked out, to be honest with you, because we have a really good team. Um, They'll do almost anything for us, you Mm know. um, They're good workers and... We have ser- we have but, servers that go in the back and do prep work. We have line cooks that come out and deliver food that are seating guests, and that's definitely not in their job description. Yeah. Or they, you know, they're just back there cooking. Um, we have um, everybody here really does wear multiple hats, and it's it's nice that yeah, it's it's a big enough space, but it's also small enough to where everybody kind of has their eyes on everything and everything that's going on yeah yeah they kind of if they see where they're needed they're just going to go and do it so they almost they're almost treating the business like their own right that's mm-hmm. how we've kind of trained them that's how to we do try it. to tell them i go act like it's your own business like this is yours and you're not yeah you're not the only ones who uh, are kind of having that hard time of figuring out um who to employ that can have that mindset right yeah uh, i've talked to some other business owners who are saying you know it's, it's really difficult difficult, um, especially on some businesses who on weekends is when they have a lot of demand, yeah. uh, people mm-hmm. are coming in and yeah. just, they can't get people to cover weekend shifts, you know, yeah, and, just, it, and it becomes difficult. Yeah. How do you filter that out, especially through like employee, employer applications when people mm-hmm. are applying? Yeah, We're very transparent. Yeah. I'm, at least I am very transparent when I do the interviews. Um, and when I bring people on, I, I'll let them know what the expectation is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's right there in the job description. If you cannot fill the job description, unfortunately, we can't hire you. It's yeah. just it is what it is. The restaurant business is open the majority of the year. We only have you know certain holidays that are closed. And weekends and holidays are the busiest time of the year. So you'll, yeah. you'll be here. Yeah. You want to work in a restaurant, you're signing your life. Like, there yeah. you go. Um, She's the hard ass. I'm like the nice mom. I'm the nice mama. She's the bad mama. <laughs> are you still on the face of, you know, retiring or right now? It's like, what's the responsibility wise? Um, who's the manager or who's managing what? And, you know, what's going on? <laughs> oh, wow. Got me on the spot. No. <laughs> she pretty much manages the restaurant, like the people. Um, I'm. 
I was phasing out like a little while after we opened and then I felt like, no, I need to be here a little bit more. And um, eventually I will retire once I can let go, which she knows I have a hard time. <laughs> she does. I have a hard, hard time, time letting go. But um, but it's also because well, you like being here. Well, I do. Mm-hmm. I like being here and I like the people and I like to sometimes I'll, you know, she'll tell me, take the day off, take the day off. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I show up. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> right. And, and then like, I don't know when to leave. Yeah. Like, I just, like, you're you know. going to show up, then you're going to work. Because you can't just, lo- you know, prance I around know. and parade around. You stuff to do. <laughs> but now she comes in, she opens, you know, and works all day and stuff. And then I'll come later. I'm supposed to come later, like, She's five supposed or to come six, out. Yeah, she's supposed to come. You know. And then close the restaurant, which we're only open till eight or nine, right. depending if it's So really, she's only weekend. supposed to be here for a couple hours a day, but then she but chooses sometimes to come I show earlier. And sometimes when she shows up in the morning, I'm already here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's true. like, what are you doing? She goes, like, where are you? She'll call me in the morning. Where are you? Or what are you doing? I said, nothing. Where are you at? I'm at home. She goes, it doesn't sound like you're at home. It sounds uh, echoey or the whatever, the sound. And I go, no, yeah, well, well, there was a few things that needed to be done, like right off the bat. So I came in to help you just a yeah, little instead bit. Instead of just calling me and telling me what needed to be done first <laughs> yeah. or if I need to come in earlier, she'll show up. But then I usually, for she'll usually leave for a few hours if she needs to come back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it works out fine. Before the food truck, now um, to retract a little bit, the food truck and then this restaurant. But you mentioned there was, you have that culinary experience. Um, and did you all have any other businesses before these two or before Mama's and the Tapas? Or mm-hmm. is this the first? first? No, this is the first. Me and my husband met at, um, when we were teen in high school, mm-hmm. we met at Marie Callender's restaurant. We both worked for Marie Callender's. He was a cook and then a manager there. So that's where we met. We got married while we worked there. We had her while we worked there. And then we left that business and went into retail, like uh, Safeway yeah. grocery stores, you know, and worked that. And I, I've only worked, like, this is my third job, I think. This is my third job. Yeah, I worked that. No, my fourth. And then I went to retail working for a flooring store like the uh, 10, 11 years prior. No, 15 years. Yeah, I worked there. Crazy long. Um, before going out and getting our food truck. So I was just getting sick. I The last two or three years when I was working retail, I used to think about it all the time, like, God, I'd love to be just, like, driving to work one day. When I'm driving to work there, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be nice to be driving, like, to my own place? Just thinking it, but not thinking it would ever happen. You know, it's like one of those things you dream about, and then it happens. happens. Yeah, it happens. happens. Um, So kind of to start wrapping this up here, what would be some um, the top three pieces of advice you would give to somebody um, who may either already start their business and are in the process of making it uh, happen or somebody who's on the line of, you know, I'm working right now, but I have this business idea and I kind of want to make it happen. You know, what are some of the three pieces of advice you could give? 
do your research and talk to people who are in the business already mm-hmm. and kind of like what you're doing you have like what does yeah. it take to get started what mm-hmm. and, and kind of assess um what are going to be your initial costs and see if it's feasible and That's i would cool. say start out small mm-hmm. never start out big like never one thing about a re- i mean talking restaurant I would say never start out as a restaurant if you don't have something to back yourself as far as experience or trying out your concept. I mean, we would have been kind of silly, dumb to open a restaurant first off because the demographic out here is a little bit different than I'd say like the Bay Area. A lot of people aren't used to our type of food and we still get guests that are coming in that say... I've seen it here for a year, but I decided to try it. I just didn't know what Caribbean fusion was. And I'm like, well, okay, well, I mean, come, you know, yeah. come in, like, try us out. Let's, you know, and, and they end up loving it. But it's slowly starting to change as more people move from the Bay Area to the Central Valley. It's starting to change more and more for the good, I think, business-wise, because um, people are more familiar with it. Um, I would also say... Just from what I've seen and heard, I would never, well, I don't know if this is really a good thing, but (laughs) see, I I would say never invest with a partner either. I don't know why I say that because I see too many. Well, some people don't have enough money to do it. But partnerships are rough. You got to really trust you, the because person. you you got to trust them, and then you uh, you have to agree on a lot of stuff. And we've even had our differences. We a lot, a lot of differences. But not that we're not well, we're not really financial partners. No, we're just no. We've had our differences from being mother yeah, and daughter. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know family's rough. <laughs> Working with family's rough. Yeah, yeah. and I've yeah. heard that. I've heard that one before too. A lot of people say, you know, try not yeah. to get involved with family yeah. because yeah. sometimes it's hard to, you know, keep um, the topic at work and then it's, the yeah, family. Like, how have y'all dealt with that? How's that? Um, we've had, we've gone through a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we we try to make it as clear as possible that at work it's business outside yeah. it's family can't you got to try to keep it as separate as possible yeah right? and i guess communication now? too because that yeah. was we had an issue with that well i did maybe mainly but um, you know <laughs> okay um so one other um question is you know, with owning a business and running a business, starting up a business, anything that comes with a business really is a lot of stress and sometimes can lead to burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you all dealt with that in specific? I mean, because um, it is stressful to be a business owner because yeah. not a lot of people know how much goes into it, right? All of the things in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just cooking. You're, you're running the whole thing. You're looking at the numbers. You're looking mm-hmm. at the employees, everything. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So... One of the advice things I would say is don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, don't put all your money. If if you have to um, scrape and scrimp or whatever they call it to get a business started, don't do it. Don't do it. 
have a nice nest egg um, so that you have something to fall back on just in case. It makes you feel a lot better, and that's what we did. We didn't take everything we had and put it into this. We started out with just what we need. We have a nice nest egg in case the first year, because, you know, like they say, businesses fail sometimes in the first year. I mean, right. yeah. So we made sure we were comfortable. Luckily for us, everything worked, but I did have a nice, I do have a nice little back up there mm -hmm. just in case it starts failing so it you don't get as stressed yeah I, that's what just, i think mm -hmm. because i think when er people put everything they have into it or sell this sell that take loans on their house i mean you know they're hawks to the well, i don't even know how you word it but <laughs> <laughs> no you're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're gonna be more stressed out yeah. This is uh, worked out good. I don't know. We, I think we, we work it to where, I mean, she works a lot of hours, but I don't think she's like overworked. No. no. And neither am I. So, in fact, it's a. I have a better quality of life yeah. now than I've had in the last thirteen years. Yeah. Um, owning an own business, which sounds weird because normally it's it's the opposite yeah. but I think my mother and I have found kind of a nice balance between the two of us um, especially like schedule wise to where we could kind of mentally check out for a day or two without yeah. each other we have yeah. one day that we close the restaurant so that's the one day that we have off hundred uh, percent um, and then she usually takes you know like a Friday or Saturday off I'll usually take a Sunday and Monday off, and so then we're you know she's able to spend time with her husband. I'm able to spend time with my family, and yeah, it works. It does. It, it does work because I, I I told her like the I feel like it's really important to kind of have at least those two days to kind of recharge. It doesn't matter what happens, you know, the rest of the week. I mean, I'm still able to take my son to like practices and go to his games if he has games. Um, because you have to have a life too. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna get burnout, and right. it's not gonna work. You're just gonna hate it. You're gonna hate your job, and I think we both love our job a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we I do. do. Yeah, I do. I love coming here. And <laughs> you love coming here a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I like to see what we created, yeah. and I but like I'll, to. Sometimes yeah. I like to. I'll come in here and just look at everything and <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Oh, the first I know. Look at I'll get all food. Oh, you're seeing baby girl. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. but the first like month was like, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it went from a because it went from a food truck to business, and so you did all all those pieces of advice that you gave. You know, they all come from experience. Yeah. Um, so, well, um, yeah. Thank you, and well, yeah, that's, that's, you. that's our time for today. So I'm really grateful for you uh, sharing that that experience and that knowledge, um, and I really think that has an impact on people like myself who want to start their own business or are in the process of starting it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, hopefully this this um, conversation can help other people who are you know either yeah. in the line or actually on their way of making it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Or they'll say we're crazy. I don't know. Or they'll say we're crazy. Or they could just come in and they, or they can talk can to us. They could, yeah, they yeah. come and try the food and uh, come ask us whatever questions they have. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I really thank do appreciate you. it. 
special thank you to Christine and Ashley and a very special thank you to you for listening. This podcast is produced by Triple C Digital Media, a marketing agency who wants to help your business grow online. Make sure your business ads are seen on social media platforms as well as different search sites like Google. You can find the business information at triplecdigitalmedia.com forward slash Central Valley Hustlers. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast from wherever you are listening. This was an episode of Central Valley Hustlers. We will see you next Tuesday.